0: Hi, this is Gil Gerard, and you're listening to Saturday Matinee Theater. And aren't you lucky?
1: It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Saturday Matinee Theater, a very special episode brought to you by your friends at the Long Box Crusade. We are here on planet Mongo for perhaps the last time in our recording studio set up just outside Emperor Ming's throne room. I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, a.k.a. the Yard Sale Artist, and joining me, as always, is the Zarkov to my flash, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Mm -hmm. Christados. How are we feeling today, Mm -hmm. our last day on Mongo, Dr. Christados?
2: Well, Jared... Let me tell you how I'm feeling. I, you know how I'm feeling? I think we can hold on most definitely. We'll be all right. Like indefinitely? Indefinitely, yeah. Yeah. There's no way that'll so. fall
1: apart in short order.
2: No, no, not at all. <laughs> Let's cut not the power. But with that, I think I'm going to let everybody all in on a big surprise here with all that we do here on Mongo with the short, short pants and mm-hmm. the Mongo Zoo. I'm going to swim get, caps. Yep, swim caps. Yep, I forgot about those. There's some Ray Ray guns and all that. It's a blowout sale. I'm going crazy. We got to get out of here. We're just going to give a big blowout sale going on. That's what's happening here. I'm slashing prices left and right with my laser gun.
1: Everything must go. Everything must go.
2: Coaching your insane. pants. Mongo oh. Zoo tickets. Low no,
0: no, no. No heroin. $9.99. No. $4. <laughs> $4.99. No. Would you believe 2 dollars Am I out of my mind? $2.99.
1: Woo, 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 woo! That's not even scripted. We just made that up. Yeah, short, short. <laughs> all right. Well, that's Doctor Christo's having a blowout sale here on our last day on Mongo, which would take me to the ugliest Dale Arden of all time. It is my brother Jason, the Weasel's Skull Albrick. How you doing, Jason? Flash. <laughs> oh, it's marriage. I mean, Dale.
0: You need to tell Doctor Zakov if the back spaceship rocking, you don't come a knocking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a homecoming present, baby. <laughs>
1: We're going home! We're going home! (laughs) Zarkov needs to stay in that front seat, eyes forward. Eyes forward! (laughs) Hands ten and two! Oh my goodness. We also have with us the merciless ruler, if he's still alive, Emperor Delvin the Dark Web Williams. How do you do, Your Excellency? We're
3: here, it's the last episode and everything, and I just want you to know that I'm Emperor Ming. I'm fearless, and I, I stand tall and resolute in the face of danger. Oh, hey, I'm danger. <laughs> I bet you didn't know that old man can run like
1: that, did you? (laughs) It's like you totally punked out in the series finale. (laughs) We'll talk about that. (laughs) Oh, we will talk about it. But before we do that, let's remind everybody that this episode is sponsored by Omaha bound entertainment, your best choice for hard binding special comics or magazines or anything you need bound. Omaha bound can do it. They're going to do a wonderful job. I have many things bound by Omaha bound, which makes me 100, 100% fancy. You want to be fancy like me? Go to omahabound.com today and get your treasured comic books, magazines, whatever you need hardbound. Get it done over there. They do a great job. Reasonable price. omahabound.com today. Oh, by the way, they also have some trade paperbacks of hard-to-find stuff, so you can buy things direct from them as well. Check it out. Tell hey, the folks what Saturday Matinee Theater is all about, especially in the realm of Flash, for the last time.
2: Well, Jared, I am glad you
1: asked with a sad, crying face. Yeah, I could tell I hear your voice. It was not the peppy glad you asked.
2: Yeah. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we'll be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we will continue to dive into the 1936's Flash Gordon serial, Space soldiers
1: for the last
0: time
1: final episode of flash
0: four three two
2: one Uh, Uh. 1936's flash gordon serial was produced by henry mcrae it starred buster crab as flash gordon gene rogers as dale arden charles middleton as emperor ming and priscilla lawson as princess aura And Frank Shannon as Professor Zarkoff. So grab your ray gun, fire up those rockets, and blast off to adventure. But make sure on the way home to keep those eyes forward, not looking back.
1: I'm going to miss that electronica version that you do, Pat, on your electronicator, I think is the name Mm -hmm. of that. (laughs) I think that's the word
2: for it. I'm going to miss rubbing and turning all those dials that I do to make that sound. (laughs) You rub them each time and rub
1: it down. down. No no. no. (laughs) No further questions. Delvin!
3: Chapter 13 was titled Rocketing to Earth. The director was Frederick Stefani with writers Frederick Stefani, Ella O'Neill, George Plimpton, and Basil Dickey, with guest stars Richard Alexander as Prince Baron, Jack Lipson as King Voltan, and James Pierce as Prince Thun. As a reminder, all 13 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast, because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode, and then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. So again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, Go check it out on YouTube and then come back to join our discussion. And at less than 20 minutes per episode, it's not that big of a time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us for this last time, we'd love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following Flash. You know what? We need to do it all at once for this one time all in harmony. So on one, two, three, everybody say I'm following Flash, please. One, two, three. I'm hashtag I'm right, Harlan Flash. flash. Oh, i gonna put a hashtag.
2: Yeah, we're doing
0: fast days. Hashtags, no hashtags and no hashtags.
3: You know what? That, that it's It counts. Hashtag <laughs> I'm Harlan Flash. I am not doing that again with these bozos. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary.
1: Last episode ended with our band of heroes being inexplicably strafed by Prince Baron's rocket ship while they were trapped in the turret. Turns out that A, there was a trap door in the turret for our band to escape through, and two, it wasn't Prince Baron at all. Ming nabbed Baron and intends to nab Flash, Zarkov, Dale, Volton, and even Aura too, but they retreat to Zarkov's lab, which can be defended indefinitely or for 30 seconds. Our team of heroes is captured and brought to the throne room again, but this time is freed by a timely attack by Prince Dun and the Lion Men. With Ming's forces losing ground, Ming escapes into the Tunnel of Terror, where he confides in one of his priests before disappearing into the mysterious mists. The priest proclaims Ming to be dead. Now Aura is the ruler. She attempts to woo Flash to stay, but he, Zarkov, and Dale take off for home. With a time bomb on board planted by that priest. Will Flash be able to find the time bomb in time? Will he save Dale and Zarkov? Will they make it back to Earth? Well, since this final episode doesn't have a cliffhanger, the answer is yes. Yes, they will. Okay, let's rock and roll into some highs and lows for our last time on Mongo probably our last time on mongo because there are other flash serials so we could eventually <laughs> circle back <laughs> but i will remind you that the costuming on both dale and aura will not be a skip the, one of the not so fun facts i revealed a couple episodes ago
3: that's the saddest thing that you have said in 13 episodes and this one so yeah
1: yeah it did not belong under fun facts i'll tell you that for no no it does not But anyway, let's do our first round of highs and lows and let's kick it off with Jason.
0: Well, I'll go ahead and start it off with a high. I thought overall the action moved pretty well in this episode. I kind of was anticipating maybe a longer finale than it was. It felt like it was only like probably not even a half hour, like maybe 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. But it kind of worked because it kept the pace moving crisply. I didn't like some of the resolution of some of the things that happened, but we'll get into that later. But just an overall high from me is that the pacing of the episode kept me enthralled throughout which is kind of tough to do sometimes on a cliffhanger it'll leave you flat
1: I liked it I falsely tantalized and I don't know if I did on the show on air uh, for our listeners when I thought their last one was a double length episode because I saw it on YouTube but it ended up just being someone had posted it and it was the same episode back to back yeah I'm sorry if I misled anybody I thought it was a double length episode but no it's I think it clocked in at like 19 minutes
3: yeah, looks like you guys were trapped in a time tour.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> pew pew. pew. <laughs> All
1: right. While you're being clever Delvin, hi, low, what the first round.
3: Look, I know that there always has to be a, a way out for the heroes and everything, but we went from a pretty ominous situation of where, you know, you got the spaceship, and while it was definitely funny to see them like, hey, what's going on? We're being shot at. twice. What are we going to do?
0: I don't think Three. that's Prince
3: Baron. <laughs> <laughs> Move. I know. I thought the same <laughs> thing. Out of the way of the line of fire. <laughs> Come Do with that. And then so they did and went behind the door and they're like, well, how are we going to escape from here? Oh, there's a trap
0: door.
2: We're standing on it.
0: Oh. Well,
2: trapdoor in the turret
0: is it not? No longer trapped in the turret, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like
3: we weren't really trapped in the turret at all, were you? So, yeah, I just thought that was super convenient. That was almost too convenient for a way out of being shot at by a big warship.
0: I will defend it a little bit though, because I thought the same thing is like trapdoor, all right, but it was like a narrow miss. There was that explosion, and you're like, Did Flash get in? Did Vol-? and then you saw that Voltan got. Jacked he took up. It, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was messed up.
2: Clipped his wing. Pat, you're next. Speaking about fights like that, let's go ahead and talk about some of the fun fights that were going on in this one. It was an action-packed episode for, like Jason said, for definitely the short time that this was. We got the action, and it all kind of came to a close there. You got the, where are they going to escape? Where are they not going to escape? And then you find out that Voltan gets hurt. Then Flash has to fight some other guards, and then they fight in the big throne room, and just it was fight, fight, fighting along every way it goes, so... I really liked that. I thought it helped move this episode forward, but I'm sure one of us is going to get to it, but it's just a matter of who's going to say it next. So I will leave it at that.
1: All right. All right. I will say that you mentioned the fights. I really liked it when the Lion Men showed up in force yes. because... I don't think I've seen Thun in the company of other lion men yet. And if I had, i have I've forgotten it. And they all had that long hair. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like a mane. It just clicked yeah. for me. And I, it never occurred to me that Thun had long hair <laughs> like a mane, like a lion. Uh, I, I'm sure. like slowest guy, I guess, when I watch it. But I thought that was kind of cool that they had that aesthetic. They looked slightly more like lions than the sharkmen look looked like sharks. Sure, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Who
0: wears short shorts?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a... In the uh, notes here: Swim cap's 90% off. I got it in my notes here that
2: says, Thun and his lion men for two shows only.
1: <laughs> 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 that was cool. Anyway, I just want to piggyback on your comment about the fights, and we'll take it back to Jason for a high and low in the second and quasi-final round. I'm going to go with
0: a what the for the priest. That dude was just strange, man. He reminded me of the old pedophile man from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. He was always lurking around, like, eyes all beady.
1: Where's my paper boy at? What's be my birthday? <laughs> you about
0: to piss me off. Put a bomb on your spaceship.
3: Jason, don't do that again.
0: <laughs> I just thought that was was just bizarre. And he was always lurking. Like the f- group would be by the spaceship and he'd be like literally behind them, like looking over their just shoulder. Over I'm like, he's yeah. right there, man. Oh, it was just strange. I started thinking back. How many times have we seen him? Was he the guy that was by the gong the whole he's, time? Yeah, he was the guy
2: that was going to marry them. And That's then right. Later on, he was the guy that, when the chicken, whatever, lobster, creature. lobster, chicken mm-hmm. bisque guy, uh, monster was there. Well, and the so tunnel. He, t- he's, t- he's played a part.
0: Yeah, okay, so he was the Tunnel of Terror guy, which I still didn't quite understand. They're like, take them to the Tunnel of Terror. And I was like, there's no Tunnel of Terror anymore. The the Terror in the Tunnel is dead. (laughs) Why is is he still there by the gong, for that matter? (laughs) I don't understand any of this. So that guy just kind of confused
1: me. His role confused me. I, I didn't like him. I will remind you of an earlier fun fact. It was lore for a long time that they replaced the actor for The priest halfway through the lore was that the original actor had passed away but they found out that that wasn't true the original priest ming had murdered in a fit of rage in a scene that got cut so that was like the replacement priest so that could lead to the confusion because two actors did play the priest but we okay never saw the transition
0: that's right i do remember you saying that some shows ago that's helpful thanks
1: Yeah, I could see where the confusion would come in. But yeah, he was still weird. That doesn't doesn't discount his weirdness or why he was still hanging out at the gong in the regular-ass tunnel. (laughs) He was breaking
0: the third wall and mean-mugging the camera there at one point. The actor was going, this is my time!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it had to happen sooner or later to talk about this episode's biggest low. And I think it's about to come from Delvin the Dark Web Williams, a.k.a. the Emperor Ming of our show. So, uh... I figured I'd let it him. Feel like, the it feels that. like it's your honor, your honor.
3: Well, look. When was the show produced? 19 what?
1: 36.
3: 1936. I can't remember whether or not Jesse Owens had made his debut in the Olympics yet. I know that was in the 30s. I think it was 32, but possibly off. The reason why I bring that up is Emperor Maine can give Jesse Owens a run for his money. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: little, little headpiece was wobbling.
3: <laughs> He's hitching his robe up, getting those legs pumping. You've never seen a man run so fast. The whole time, he was just sitting there, huh raising a hand uh raising a hand uh raising a hand <laughs> And this time, it's like, oh, there's danger. <laughs> it's like, dude, really? <laughs> like, you're not going to stay and fight any? Like, there's, like, no gangster in you whatsoever? Nope, just run? And then I honestly thought that once he went to the terror and went to made-up God, person, whatever, that he was going to come back, like, argh. Yeah, I in front yeah. Back
1: a or into a
3: lobster monster. That's what yeah. I was hoping for. I thought he was going to come back as as a monster and, and be one final threat. And he just kind of disappeared. And it was a very weird end to his arc. Like I'm the merciless ruler. I couldn't accomplish my objective. And instead of fighting to the end, I'm just going to be like, eh, <laughs> i
0: give or, up or even running away the man went straight from a to suicide
1: suicide yeah. with a question mark yeah, yeah.
0: the, the <laughs> priest said
1: that he was dead
0: well that's he the other that thing guy. too yeah. you know to tack on like, to the i'll add a what the what was flashing them thinking because there's well i guess that's it then we'll, we're, we'll leave this man, guy what can you do
3: yeah i don't He's, know if I'm and, I.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take the bad guy's word
2: for it yeah mm-hmm. that 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 told us that it was okay to come down here with the chicken lobster guy before.
1: It's a, yeah, whatever he says goes. Yeah, he <laughs> betrayed them with the chicken lobster gong. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a sentence that if you haven't really listened to our show... <laughs> <laughs> You might You're be just, confused right yeah. now. Just out of context. That's your challenge for the week is just to go up to somebody and say, Well, you know, the same guy betrayed him with the chicken lobster gone. <laughs> just see how that's a conversation starter. Somebody
0: betrays you with the chicken lobster gone. You can't really trust them. <laughs> you can't you can't do
3: that
1: on Mongo. I don't, I don't, care, don't, who don't care who you are. Who you are. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, my goodness. Pat. Hi. Lo, what the final official round?
2: I'm just going to piggyback off of what Delvin said there with Ming running out. And then they have him run down these stairs in this tunnel area. And then he looks to the right. Then he looks to the left. And then he looks to the back. And then he runs off to the left of the screen. And what I like about it is when the other ones come out, they kind of do the same thing. (laughs) It's, it's confusing like, in the Tunnel of yeah, It's like they're stalling for times. So. I'm like, I don't know. But I thought that was kind of interesting. I,
1: I will piggyback on your piggyback and that we have commented on the land speed of Emperor Ming. It's roundabout episode four, five-ish. Remember when his underwater city was being destroyed? And he was like, let me just saunter on over here to fix that. <laughs> it yeah. just, like, took his sweet time. <laughs> like, you're, you're, people are dying. And he's like, eh. And now we see he's got land speed when it really matters. I mean, he was fucking, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, boogie. And what's with the
2: guards? When they're walking them in, four guards to six
1: People, yeah, you picked up on that too, huh? The, the guard, the, the people that captured Ratio was not good. Yeah, I'm like, come on, one of them. You got Baron, this big burly
2: guy, mm-hmm. Flash. And you got, you got Volta, yeah, you got Voltan. Yeah. Voltan oh, still gosh. got
0: one functional titty, man. Still in the fight. Let's
2: <laughs> be <Come laughs> on the
3: strategy of the guards. I, I, if you had to rate on the scale of one to a hundred, they were a solid zero. <laughs> Throughout (laughs) the series.
1: (laughs) The mouth (laughs) series. were terrible. Like, dude, they were sent to kill him again in the lab, and they knocked on the door That's not my deal. (laughs) They knock on the door. What do you do?
0: And then Zarkov's the like, we ain't opening this door. And they're like, damn, what do we do? <laughs> he said, no. Enter at your peril, he
1: says. He's going to enter
0: at our peril. You know, and was- then when oh. they blow the door, that's the part that I was laughing out loud. Because he's like, blow the door. And the guy puts a gun up, fires <laughs> it, and then just opens the door. <laughs> the guy opens the door. <laughs> I was so expecting yeah. the door to, like, blow in and then storm in like stormtroopers. And it's just like.
3: They were so bad. It was to the extent that one of the plot points at the beginning, beginning or that the guards accosted Baron so that Ming could take over the ship. And I'm like, how the guards do that? Yeah. <laughs> they ain't done it all series. How, how, no. how, they gonna, how they gonna even take one person into custody? They
2: had- Baron standing there with like maybe two more guards and then, you know, nah. Flash Ming as
1: fast as he is. Baron did a decent job going toe to toe with Flash. He could take those guards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Zarkov could take those guards. <laughs> My room is impenetrable. We could be here indefinitely. Please. Ming solved it in 30 seconds. Go turn the power <laughs> off to of the room. And then after he sent the guy to go turn the power off, and he could still see the guy walking down the hallway, Ming tried the door again. Did you notice that? <laughs> yes. It hurt himself. <laughs> I think I know why you lost this revolution. <laughs> oh, this door is electrified. Nobody touch it. You go turn the power off. <sniffs> oh. so
3: if the guards on a scale of one to 100 were solid zero, I portrayed Ming, but like, if I had to rate Ming from a scale of zero to 100, he'd get like an eight. He wasn't personally threatening. He had the exact same ideas. Aura was more of a menace than he was throughout the entire series. And then when the going completely got tough, he ran like a bee. (laughs) And it was like, oh. And Aura switched teams. Yeah. Can we talk real quick about Aura? It seemed that Aura was finally, she had kind of settled on Baron. She settled for a second. She settled for a second. Yeah. It's like, don't worry, baby. I'll call you Flash. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, so Baron was like, I, I don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> he got hungry eyes. <laughs> I do
2: like seeing her sitting on the throne as uh, Queen Or She looked good. Or, uh,
1: yeah. She I looked it was good. Difficult. Oh, wow. So that is the end of our official highs and lows for last time on Mongo. We will double back with our final thoughts. We've got some final thoughts from our listeners as well to get Uh-oh. to. But first, let's do the final fun facts. All right, guys, your final fun facts are as follows. Richard Alexander helped design his own costume, which included a leather chest plate painted gold. So who was Richard Alexander playing again? Hold on. We've clowned his booby-encrusted chest plate before. The actor designed it himself. <laughs> hey, you know,
3: fashion changes. Back yeah. in 1936,
1: that was probably pimp. <laughs> hey, y'all, check out my bosom. <laughs> Go play They see me bosom. They hating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need a time machine to get back to 1936, man. He's riding
1: birdie. <laughs> <laughs> check myself up. I'll say it again. He was riding birdie. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I missed that. Oh, because she has got wings. Yeah, wow. he's riding birdie. Anyway, <laughs> okay. another one of my favorite moments is when the guards were taking Baron through the tunnels and Flash was like, quick, everybody hide. And Thud turns around with his big old wings and his <laughs> body like, how are you going to hide him? <laughs> no.
3: or, or or at this point, why even hide?
1: Yeah, the guards probably
3: yeah you could just take them. like Oh, crap, let's just lay down. <laughs> I like, Flash alone could take those
2: guards. Flash alone did take those guards. Good point. Hey, that brings up flash fights. The wow, final wow, flash wow. fights. Let's you want to double
1: it. back to flash fights before I do my last two fun facts?
2: Yes, let's, please. let's break
1: in with it. some flash. You know, there's never a wrong time for flash fights. I know.
2: Right, let's do it. Here's what I got for it. the final flash fights. We have flash fights, the blown up trap door and dirt as it falls down, and he survived it. Not so much for vaulting. <clears throat> Then he fights some guards holding Baron. Wow, 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 wow. Then he fights the guards in the lap. Well he tries. He gave him the step up. Yeah. Did you see that? He was like, mm. Zarkov was like, like, hold flash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you better back up. Then he chilled. So <laughs> like he's gonna pull a Rambo, mm-hmm. but he chilled. So that would be Waps with a question mark, like, Wap, Wap, Wap?
2: Then, finally, he fights in the throne room, the big guard fight
1: with everybody. The lion men.
0: There's no question about that one. That was a melee. That was a throwdown. It was. It was Duke City. He was the mayor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then
2: I have Flash fights the radio controls on the spaceship on their way home.
1: (laughs) Time bomb. What? Time bomb. What time hear bomb. Me. Okay, me. okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> And then, last but not least, he fights the ship door to open it to get that time bomb out in
1: time. Yeah, that thing's pressure sealed. That's a feat mm-hmm. of strength, definitely.
3: Yeah, that would be literally impossible. But you know what? It's Flash bought it and he won. He did. Flash fought the door and the
1: Flash <laughs> won. <laughs> That's it for Flash fights. Awesome. Thank you for keeping up with Flash fights for all thirteen episodes. DJ Christettos. And we'll bring in our two final fun facts. In 1996, this Flash Gordon serial was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being a culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant film. So 60 years after it came out, it got its due and it is now part of the official National Film Registry in the Library of Congress as it should be. That's That's cool. Finally, I'm going to bring up a name we have not brought up before, and you're going to say, who the heck is that guy? Unless, of course, you're looking at the script. Eddie Parker. Who the heck is that Who guy? That guy. Ah, Eddie Parker was Buster Crab's stunt double for this entire series. He had a stunt double. I know it broke my heart <laughs> a little bit too. <laughs> Man, I gotta say they did a fine job because not once did I ever go that stunt double. Not once. Yeah, Dude, no, I thought it was him. I thought it was him the whole time. I know that's kind of a weird fun fact, just to be like, "Hey, Eddie Parker was a stunt double," but I want you to put a pin in that. Okay, Eddie Parker stunt double. Flash Gordon, alright? Got a pin in it? Yes. We'll come back to it. With that, let's get into our Ray Gun Rating. Pew, pew,
3: pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew.
1: Such a lack of enthusiasm for the last episode. Mm. Everybody's just sad that it's our last episode. Mm. I am sucks. <sighs> That's alright. There's that was more fun to come. So let's get to our Ray Gun ratings, and this is how we do it. If you give it all five of your Ray Guns, you loved it. Four is very good. Three is good. Two is just okay. And one, I did not like it. Series finale, episode 13. Pat, what do you got? I was looking for
2: more on this one. I was, I wanted more on this one. I got it in the action, but I didn't get it in the story. So... I'm giving it a three on this one, I'm going to just keep these other two on the side here for me as mm-hmm. nostalgia and mm-hmm. for remembrance of the trip that we've been on.
1: Yeah, you're going to be on a trip, all right. I know <laughs> what you with it.
0: You know, it's in remembrance. <laughs> you know. I
1: don't think so- you're going to remember anything by the end of this trip. <laughs> so, just a three from Pat. Now, curveball, Pat. You didn't see it coming. Huh. One to five. And we'll get to talk details later, but strictly one to five overall series experience. Okay.
2: I am going to do an overall. I thought it was very good. I'll give it a four. I can't give it to the five, but it's close if I could. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, I'd do it half season on it, but I can't. So I got to stick okay, it. Okay. Joe
1: out. November 4.5, but going with a yeah, four. Yeah. I if I you. was
2: Joe November, I would give it a 4.5.
1: Delvin, go ahead and score the episode and you can just roll right into your score for the overall series. Since you gave that option, I
3: was going to homorifically give it a five, just out of love for the entire series. Since I have the option now, the episode gets a four. There was plenty of action. I would have loved for something different to happen, but it's 1936. It's a serial. They wanted to put a bow on it. They wanted the heroes to return on I get that. Just especially that Ming thing. That big yeah,
1: it's thing. the yeah. Ming thing. That The Ming thing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. What happened to Ming. That just too much of a question mark i would rather have seen him literally die on screen than what happened like he fell off a cliff or something i don't know the series overall gets a four absolute pleasant surprise i had no idea what to expect and i was very pleasantly surprised i liked the action from the start Since I didn't have any experience with Flash Gordon, I do understand what all the fuss was about and how it was often imitated and duplicated. And so it was really good. And I'm better for having watched it.
1: Awesome. I love it. Jason, what about the episode and then series overall score? And it will come back for everyone's final thoughts on the journey.
0: I did really like the final episode. I'll give it a four. As Delvin and Pat alluded, wasn't really happy with the finale of Ming. And then also another thing that I kind of wanted to see was Flash's reunion with his father. Yeah. That was kind of teased to us throughout the series, and we didn't really get that resolution. But I did enjoy seeing Aura on the throne. I thought, wow, for 1936, that's quite a statement. And she was quite a character throughout that whole series. And I, I think she's kind of a fan favorite amongst the four of us. If I can speak for all of us. You can. Many of our listeners, yeah. I really enjoyed seeing that. As far as the series overall goes, also a strong four. It's easy to pan some of it because of the time. Some of it doesn't date as well. But through it all, it really struck me that this is 1936. We're not even to the jet age yet. And this is a science fiction episode set in space. And I know that this series influenced George Lucas, who gave us Star Wars wars and just think of how many young men and women watched that series growing up and went into aeronautics and went into nasa so it is a cultural icon buster crab is an acting icon and this series deserves its place in history so strong four from me
1: all right and i will round it out and say i give the final episode a three i was a little Mm. it lost a couple points because of the ming thing and. Jason, you, you swiped it out in front of me at the last minute, but you're absolutely right. The No reunion with his father. Yeah, it felt like they, it could have used maybe an extra five minutes. I would like to see him being turned into a monster. Or, you know, if they wanted to use him, if they knew they were going to do more seals, so they wanted to leave his death mysterious, it could have had him gone into a mist and monster come out and let us assume he turned into a monster. It didn't have to be him. He could have been hiding out.
0: Even if the end of it, if he would have, like, you know, showed up, like up, the man,
1: post-credits man. thing, he comes out, it's like, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> <laughs> Series overall, yeah, I think if Joe November was here, he'd give it a 4.5. I will land on the solid four. I was the only one of the team here who had watched it before. It's been about. 20 years since I watched it. Uh, And I watched it on a DVD set that played them all back to back to back. And I got to say my recommendation to our audience. And if you've been watching along with us the whole time, good for you. But if you really want to experience this, watch it in serialized form. Mm -hmm. I think it works best when you watch an episode and then take a few days off or in our yep. case, weeks, and then watch another one. It kind of builds that episodic feel. I think watching them back to back to back, you could get a little drony, mm-hmm. then zone out a little bit, but I think it's that perfect length for you to watch it, marinate on it, and go to the next one. I think how you watch it is important, and like Jason said, you go back to 1936, that's how it was done. You had to wait till your theater got the next one, and then you watch the next one. So, interesting stuff. So with that, let's just go back around the horn one more time. We've all shared a little bit of our, our feelings already, but one more crack at the O overall journey and what you thought of it and pat you can start us
2: off i really enjoyed the journey and doing it with you guys and also having guests on to talk about it with and reading all the comments and just having fun with this one because it's it to me it's it reminds me of what saturday matinee theater is is kind of what it's about is it's just going to the theater on a saturday to get lost in some adventure or something going on and just having fun so i really liked it to find out where flash came about and that to see it from the beginning just super had really great time doing it
3: awesome delvin enjoyed the whole thing the whole idea of saturday matinee theater was one i wouldn't say i was against I would say that I heard it and was just like, hmm, okay. And then the home series started that I came in a little bit late too. And I've enjoyed every episode of that in one way or the other. And Flash came along a little bit later. From the very first episode, I was just impressed by the action. And I was impressed by the ideas of it. Because whoever said it, any of you guys said it, you're absolutely right in that it's 1936. Good grief. At this point, that was 84 years ago. And the ideas alone were spectacular. I mean, to Mm -hmm. go to another planet where there was this whole other culture that existed and fantastic ideas, great ideas. And again, like I said, there's a reason that this stuff was duplicated so many times over in so many different ways. And something that inspires that much creativity in itself has to be awesome. So I cannot be more impressed. I enjoyed it and I'm glad I got to watch it.
0: Nice. Weasel Skull. This was definitely a fun journey. Kind of like Delvin, when we started Saturday Matinee Theater, we kicked it off with Sherlock Holmes, who I've always loved Sherlock Holmes. So I was excited about that. When we decided to branch out and do Flash Gordon as well, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't. I kind of like just doing the one thing. We should finish one and then dive into the other. But I have to admit, this has been a lot of fun going back and forth between 221B Baker Street and Planet Mongo. I mean, it's so wildly different, but so fun. It just mm-hmm. their own unique ways. So it's been a heck of a journey. Some of
1: my favorite moments was Dave. You can't fight and you lie. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Dave. He, yeah. um, we, we wanted to have him on tonight because he really did earn a spot for this final episode, but scheduling just didn't work out. We love you, Dave. We wish you could have been here.
0: I still laugh when I think of that.
1: The first, <laughs> <laughs> the, the day guest gets the most memorable comedic line from our entire podcast. Yeah, so so you can't fight and you lie. <laughs> Down on him. (laughs) That's the other. Down on him. Oh, Dave, we missed you.
0: (laughs) And then there was your classic. (laughs) What was it? Ain't no meat like flash meat. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. So many memories on this, but just a great series and a heck
1: of a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to the next serial, whatever it may be. Ooh, we will talk about it at the end. My final thoughts, a combination of all of you guys' final thoughts. I I really just want to thank the listeners who came along. That makes me exceedingly happy. That's where the, the, I mean, I love the show and I love podcasting with you guys. My favorite thing about Saturday Matinee Theater is that we are bringing people one, two, three, four people at a time into these things that are forgotten. Mm -hmm. They're not talked about anymore. And do you guys love the Avengers movies? Do you love Black Panther? Do you love, x-men justice league well keep in mind this is the premier comic book movie comic strip to be (laughs) fair but you got to think if this doesn't happen jason already said does star wars happen if this doesn't happen does Mm -hmm. the marvel universe happen if this doesn't happen i don't know maybe maybe not but if you're a dyed-in-the-wool comic book fan and you haven't taken the time to watch 1936 flash gordon you might be missing something course our listeners they watch with us so god bless them but that's my favorite thing that we take things that are forgotten we <laughs> blow the dust off <laughs> and go hey this isn't so bad just because it's 36 and black and white doesn't mean it's bad we've had a blast and i've had a blast with my friends and our listeners and of course dave and that come is- down on him come down on him not making the negotiator make <laughs> the merciless all the shout outs for dave I kind of want T-shirts now that say "Come down on him" and then like "You can't fight and you lie." <laughs> and picture of Ming on it. You can't fight and you lie. <laughs> Pat, can you work out a business arrangement? with Sure, with you Dave. Know, maybe. Well, yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. We're gonna, Dave. We're gonna lose the pants pants business up here, but short shorts to live <laughs> on. And who knows? Maybe on our next adventure, you never know where we're gonna be. So oh. what
1: well, we'll find out. So guess what will come in store. What kind of what we're gonna open up? Well, all you gotta do is stay tuned to the very end of this episode to find out. Before. we do that. Last time, boys, let's get into the Mongo mailbag. We are thrilled to kick off these comments with special shout-outs to our Crusaders Club members, and we got some new ones. Hoot, hoot. Some people took us seriously on that whole Delvin and I will <laughs> we'll watch the Star Wars Holiday Special, and looks like we're going to have to do that. But Y'all are just cruel, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have the most evil Crusaders Club members. These are the five folks who have joined our crusade and contributed to Delvin and I's pain, apparently. <laughs> uh, they enjoy discounts from my online store, theyardsailers.com. Early access to special long box episodes Voting on show content Which is going to be key And where we go next Because we took your votes seriously Here are the folks reaping the benefits of giving some much appreciated support To the show Pat, kick it off for Around the Horn
2: Thank you for being a friend
0: And Helica Wolf Anthony from tfu.info Thank you very much It's Auburn Elvis Bill Bear Blast it or stash it Pew pew Bob Buster.
1: Braxton Underwood. Clinton Robinson. He's donating from the basement. Dave Collins, but you may know him as a Battle Wagon. The Duchess. Gerald Green. Greg Van Leuven. I, the collector. Ivor Evans. Jeremy L. Jim Jarman. Joe No Halfseys Thompson. <laughs> he's all halfseys. Oh, he's all halfseys. <laughs> John Watson. John and Maggie jose poyo josh strickland mighty mark hatherley maxwell traver miranda w is paul hicks
3: rick
0: from jeff and rick present rob morgan ryan daly
3: samantha maney sean
0: urbanski steve cronin
1: tim price toronto cap and one-time donor brad morin If we miss anyone on our list, we apologize. Please keep in mind that we record these episodes well in advance of release, so if you're a recent addition, we should be adding you soon. But no worries. Let us know we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We will get it straight out, and Pat loves the correspondence. You might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? How do I become a Crusaders Club member? I can't. I know. Anybody?
3: (laughs) Anybody want to ask? I mean, I think that's kind of negative for Jason. To, I mean, I don't know what that was,
2: called. and
0: that's why you're I mean, right. You're right. I should be positive. Yeah, if you think positive, positive things will happen. Correct, isn't that right? If 2020s taught me anything, it's always look on the bright side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Jason has a nervous breakdown. You guys can head to patreon.com forward slash logbox crusade for as little as one dollar a month. Is that a typo pack? No, Jared, it's not. Can you believe it? We're slashing prices
2: <laughs> on Crusaders Club.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <inaudible> one dollar a month gets you access to the amazing world of the Crusaders Club. Come check us out. if you don't have any scraps laying around but you want to help us out, take a moment to write a review for us on iTunes, please. We love your reviews and we'll read them on the show. Make that happen for us, please. Write a review. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking yes, you. Write us a review. We'd love it. Let's get into the shares, likes, and retweets. Pat, do it again. Rad adventures. Chris
3: at BTOMBackups, gentlemen. Let us roll down the highway.
0: No, 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 no. Ross Michaud,
1: Chris Leiden. coffee and comics. Ken Solo, Austin Kugendall. Boys, give me a beat. beat. <laughs> well here's the thing this ain't no packing like the unpacking power the power pack but you can pack the power you can unpack the power you can pack it right back <laughs> that's it
0: Green Lantern HG Fan Film Fridays Capucha Antonio J.L. Lamastus. Joe Frazier. They're always at the front. It is Point Man Comics. Dr. Pop Culture, BGSU.
1: It's a double dose of Tim Price for me tonight. Timmy.
0: Chris
3: Dingsdale. Irene Carton Morrison.
1: Hal Jordan. And Angelica Fetty-Wolf. Ow. Ow. All right. We're doing a little something different tonight when we get into our comments section. Instead of doing comments from last episode, which we truly appreciate, we always appreciate the conversation we have with folks on all of our episodes, our good friend, Pat DJ Cristados, the Zarkov of our group, put out on the social medias today. What are our listeners' final thoughts as we wrap up on our final episode of Flash Gordon Space Soldiers? So we're going to dedicate this segment to those answers. Pat, would you like to pick one and lead us off?
2: Sure. I'm going to go ahead and start us off with one from Ivan Chudley. And Ivan says, what a great show full of fun, fighting, flirting, short pants, and vape pens. Ooh, smoke them if you got them. (laughs) Mm. Never mind. Moving on. It introduced Flash to the masses and a love affair with sci-fi which has lasted centuries. Hashtag I've been following Flash.
1: Nice. Thank you, Ivan. Thanks for taking the journey with us. Definitely.
3: Moving on. We got Rick Heineken who says, thank you guys for your travel through this classic. I really appreciated your comments and Delvin's jokes solely.
1: Yeah, it's not what it, doesn't does like, yeah it doesn't look like that. I mean, he went on later on to huh? smirch my good name and give you props for jokes. But in this comment,
3: huh? uh, I, I read it as it was printed, as I mm-hmm. saw it. Mm-hmm. I read it as I saw it. <laughs> i think <laughs> it.
0: i'll uh <laughs> i'll just roll on down here and i got one from ryan daly who says uh never seen it never even heard of it love you guys though we love you too ryan w2 ryan it's on one or two episodes <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i like it i like the guy
1: who rides the bit all the way in yeah though. speaking yeah. of which he wrote it to the very end to the show yes finale. much like i do with Uh, Some people call it theft of trophies, debatable, but that happens with GLHG and he gets our last thoughts on our last episode here on Mongo and he says, "Hmm, moments, any with aura, Mm -hmm. hearts for eyes emoji. (laughs) Then he posted a, a colorized version of Flash and Aura. So if you want to see what this looks like in color, head over to our Longbox Crusade Twitter account and find our post here about the Flash wrap up thoughts and take a look at that in the comments. It's really very pretty. Very well done. GLA Sheet goes on to say, Aura, crying face, crying face, crying face. I will miss you. Tear face. Dale, don't faint. I've <laughs> been given a gift. He said it was a great series. I'm glad you guys took us on this trip. So many laughs, so many frowns, so much joy. Thumbs up. Thanks, LBC crew. Well done. Clap, clap, clap emoji. Thank you, GLHC. Seriously, such a great guy to have in the rocket ship with us as we did yes. this
2: journey. I just enjoyed hearing, again, everybody's comments, responses. Just a lot of fun doing this with the listeners
1: yeah and thank you guys so much for jumping in on that response i mean we put out literally just a couple hours before recording and you guys jumped on it and that that means a ton to us again my favorite thing about smt is we introduce these old things that people kind of forgotten to the world and it's great that you guys take the journey with us and that i hand it to jason you get jason gets to do a little something fun tonight oh boy here we go Well, that's it for this episode of
0: Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, action films, and more, check out The Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that?
2: Well, Jason, I am glad you asked. You can find The Longbox Crusade on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers, or at www.longboxcrusade.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Longbox Crusade. Back to you, Jason.
0: Thank you, Pat. And if you want to hear us on our trek through all of the James Bond films, check out On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? Jared
1: Well boys, I stowed away on your ship for our last trip to Mongo. I knew you'd ask me about your James Bond show. Oh, you got all you talk about Dean Martin. <laughs> you talk about my brother Neil? What kind of horse <laughs> is the show turned into? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you want to listen to the B-Team over here, or rogue agents or whatever they call themselves, go to www.secretpodcast.com or check them out on Twitter at
0: Hard. Now, Dale and I are going to be in the back of the ship. Eyes forward, fellas. Oh. Oh, boy.
1: Okay.
2: did you get all the boxes? Of the leftover swim cap short shorts from the
1: warehouse? I had the big box of swim caps, and then the cops pulled me over, so I had to swallow it all. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I saw you and
0: Sean standing in the rain. (sighs) Oh, boy. All right. Well, while Jared helped Sean walk that off, if you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at? Pat, kick us off.
2: Well, Jason, I am glad you asked. You can find me on the Twitter.
0: You are holding hands, and
2: never be the same. You can find me on the Twitter at Christatos one Who's Delvin?
3: I can be found on Twitter at d e e underscore r a
1: y one nine seven seven. Jared, why I can be found at Yard Sale Artist Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parlor, and YouTube. Any of those are at Yard Sale Artist. Come find me. And you can find me at Weasel Skull on
0: Twitter or at Jason Albrick on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles, join us for our next episode of Doing It live stream over on YouTube. It's on the second Sunday of every month at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Please subscribe to our Longbox Crusade on YouTube and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll see you next episode as we return to our coverage of the 1954 Sherlock Holmes TV series for The Case of the Exhumed Client. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street. Oh! And what's the next serial you might be asking? What are we going to replace Flash with? Well, you voted and we listened. Grab your cape and cowl. Find your boy wonder. Strap on your utility belt. Get an old-timey map of Gotham City, because we're going down to the 1943 Batman serial starring Lewis Wilson. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: To the Batcave!
0: Six, five, four, three, two, one. Flash, boom, bam ah. bam
1: like ah. so, <laughs> Flash,
0: bam bam
3: the bam 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 bam
0: bam bam bam
3: Seemingly, there are no logical explanations for these extraordinary intergalactical upsets. <laughs>
2: oh, what's happening, Flash? Only Dr. Hog Zarkov, formerly
3: of NASA, has provided any explanation. Four, three, two, one, Flash!
2: Boom!
3: Ah, he's a miracle! Ah. Oh, Flash! <laughs>
1: Four, three, two, one! Flash! Boom! Ba! Can't be impossible! Ba da 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 da! Flash
0: is for every one of us, yes, he'll for every one of us! He'll bump us, Flash
1: Gordon, the Flash Approaching? What do you mean, Flash Gordon Approaching?
0: One, flesh, boom, ah! Boom. Gordon's alive! Five! Nine. 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 Four, three, two, one, flesh, boom, ah! Say to uh. one
2: of us, ah! Oh, he's just a man with mad courage. No, he's boom. just a man.